Don't you talk about my boy? I really wanted James Earl Jones to do that. Oh my God. <laughs> like really bad. Super I don't know Morgan why. Freeman? Yeah. Nerd on. Hey everyone, welcome to Dirt on the Podcast You Didn't Need But Deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yeah, they are. Even if you're an outlaw. Oh. Yeah. A pirate. Even if you're a pirate. If you, what if you're a criminal? Or a criminal. No, we're not an outlaw. Or if you're, you're a an part outlaw, of the Qatari, we won't kill people. Katal, Katal. You're an outlaw. Because I felt like there were ours. Like even the Katarl. narrator was like... Katarl. 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 Listen Katarl. to the narrator. It's Sometimes I'm from Southern Indiana, like, y'all. Y'all, okay. <laughs> So what are we talking about, Ollie? Uh, if you haven't guessed by now, we are talking about the 98 classic anime, uh, Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a special one for me because it's, I think it's the first anime that I saw. Wow. Yeah. And subsequently, the favorite of mine. Yeah. Ooh, Holds a special yeah. place in your special place in my heart. We never forget our first. Yeah. Um, and then after that, since I saw like Cowboy Bebop and then like three others, and that's all I've seen. So I'm I'm very noobish in the anime space, as it's you okay. guys all know. You heard it here first, folks. You at home, if you don't know by now, I'm I'm very uh, um uncultured when it comes to anime. So I don't really have a whole lot of other things to go off. You're of. bringing us into your fold. Yeah. So this is, but this is one thing that I appreciated for very many reasons, as we'll talk about today. Uh, but, but before we jump into that, we're gonna uh, introduce ourselves, starting with me. I am your one of your hosts, Ali. I am your host, Tom. <laughs> I am Caitlin. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the Nerd On Nation, powered by Patreon. Patreon. Uh, if you are new to uh, Patreon. Or the Nerd on Nation. Nerd on Nation is essentially our uh, super membership uh, place where you can get uh, Discord extra server extra goodies. I like that phrase, extra goodies. Well, it's not really descriptive. No. More content. More content never before seen. Mm-hmm. And just it's fun stuff. It's just for you. It's all sorts of stuff. But the favorite thing is the Discord server. It's yeah. hopping all the time. Yeah, and also we, you can comment on all the sh- things that we put up on the uh, Patreon page that it's never before seen or heard uh, outside of that, that discourse. Behind the scenes. There's yeah. extra episodes. There's stuff that lens that videos. Air, that, lens videos. That's called lens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have like content that's only for patrons. Yeah. For yeah. the Nerd cool Nation. So. Basically, it allows us to keep the lights on. And uh, we are really grateful for that but you can check it out nerdon.io backslash patreon uh one of the great things about patreon is you get to take a poll for guess that grump what is guess that grump wow (laughs) (laughs) well since this is a completed piece (laughs) completed series at the end of the show we're going to rate it now ask that question (laughs) i was like guess that grump the first time we hear guess that grump should be like the, the the cacophony that you hate that you're like this is the worst thing ever I tried. We're, we're, we're flying by the seat. I really pants. tried. We really are. Yes, uh, we don't have Corey today, so also the flow's a little off. A little bit, just a little. That's Corey, what come it is. back to. We're us. mixing it up because some people don't always do certain things. Like, guess that grump is not usually explained by Caitlin. Yeah, not at all. I've literally never done it before, and I feel like it's kind of partially already been explained. But since this is a work that's completed and it's something that we can rate. Uh, we will always guess that grump. That's it. Okay, that's how the song is. I know, but we're not. We're not there. It is the worst thing. You're right. 
Grump. Yeah. Uh, but guess that Grump is where at the end of end of everything we will guess either not guess. <laughs> we will this give our rating. We'll give our rating uh, zero out of five. Um, it'll never mm-hmm. hit zero unless it's Ali oh, uh, because it doesn't have Batman. Um, yep. Or everyone can vote five. And like one person is 4.9 and they're the grump of that week. Or we can all be the grump by picking five. Yeah, uh, really grump. It's, it's like a who's line. The points don't really matter. It's just for fun. Um, except for to Tom, they always matter. Um, but you can guess that grump as well. And we're going to go around and guess who we think is the grump. And since you always explain. And since I always explain, I'm going to go first and say that I think Josh is going to be the grump. Wow. Um... I guess that right off the bat. Even though it's probably wrong. I don't, I don't know, but probably. We'll, we'll see. I think it's mm-hmm. Caitlin. <gasps> wow. I think it's Tom. Uh, I will also think it's Caitlin. All right. Two All right. for Caitlin, one for me, and one for Tom. None for me. If there's one, th- oh, yeah, of course, it's your, your, it's your episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's sure. one thing I know about Caitlin is that she's pretty... Uh, uh, particular about her animes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if she notices a mole on a man, then I yeah. wonder what other an, uh, art style and animation flub ups she might have saw. Just so, if if this has been coming up a lot, and for people who are newer to the show, the mole on a man thing is from the Shazam episode where I noticed uh, exactly something Levi. caught me up that uh, they I noticed a mole after he was like, "You're the most perfect being in existence," and then they like panned out over his shoulder, and it was like a mole. Moles can't be perfect. And I was I like, guess. is that like the most perfect? Tell that to Cindy Crawford. Anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Made her famous. Anyway, so the complete spoiler of that is our initial reactions and our first impressions. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about what we thought about the the, the thing. So, I mean, for dra- drama, do we want Ollie to go first or last? Mm, I think last. Yeah, Tom, you go. Last. For me, okay. Uh, so, I mean, this is, uh, as some would say, the forerunner to some of the anime shows such as Trigun and Cowboy Bebop. Things yeah. that take place in space but space also have western. a western mm-hmm. uh, atmosphere to it. Joss Whedon. And um, <laughs> Cough, Firefly. Uh, cough, cough. This came out when I watched it. I remember specifically watching it on Toonami and it was after Gundam because I remember like I didn't get home in time to watch Gundam mm-hmm. and I had to watch Outlaw Star instead. So, yeah, I was, like, so for Outlaw Star. <laughs> well, I mean like it was like the, the three yeah, yeah, yeah. to six hour block and so mm-hmm. it was like uh, it was like 3.30 it was like three Gundam then 3.30 another Gundam then four o'clock was Outlaw Star then it was like Ronin Kenshin then it was like Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they changed it with everything like Zatch Bell and all the shit. Shout out to Jeff Dean Moy. Um, but uh, I, I like the show. I think it was interesting. I I Tom, did you just say you I like the, the show. show. I didn't say, I like so the show. I didn't say just like that. I said, I like the show. I don't care. I'm happy. Uh, the ending songs are the ones that stuck with me the most. Um, the, I, the the use of soft magic systems, which I learned what that was as an adult. Yeah. Um, but then like what this phenomena was. In what the is anime soft world? magic systems? I'll talk about that in a bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh. This is not the time for questions. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> no qualms either, but um, uh, not yet, Ollie. But uh, no, uh, I mean Gene Starwin's a fucking redhead guy who's dark skin. So probably the only few people I can cosplay as. So I mean, of course I like that shit. <laughs> and plus Ollie's favorite plot device, girl in a box. I mean that's fun. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> girl in a box. And then like arm spaceships that are fighting with arms. So, I mean, what's there really not to like? And guns that have like more power than they ought to have. Yeah. Uh, and then plus spells. I was a kid, so I saw like boobies more than I should have. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe well, I actually saw boobies less than I should have, and I was watching it out of anime instead. And that would cause me to be the virgin. 
till I graduated high school. <laughs> and a sick, sick man that you are today. Yep. Yep. And, <laughs> and uh, that was Tom Shares. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Josh. Oh. Oh, wow. You weren't fast wow. enough. Nope. Gotta be quick um, on the trigger, buddy. I really liked it. I mm-hmm. started it and... I mean, as with any show, it takes a couple of episodes to kind of like, okay, this is what this is about. See what's and going I think, on. Honestly, the rule with anime, three episodes. Three episodes. Mm-hmm. Three episodes. It's like, like pretty much like uh, equivalent to like an hour long pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that would get you like, this is the first arc-ish and you get to see what's happening. Yeah. That sounds right. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the, I mean, it was very, it was the girl in a box. Yep. It's it a was, girl in a box. It was uh, a little like Firefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean? Bit. Firefly's like a la star. It's, yeah. It's Firefly's like a la star. Yeah, yeah, for that's it's like true. Saying, it's like saying, "Oh, yeah. Lion King's so much like like Hamlet." That's true. Nope. <laughs> that's true. Um, that Shakespeare's <laughs> plagiarist, actually, but, well, yeah, different story. I mean, it's anime, so I know that I have my certain uh, hangups when it comes to anime that this provided lenses um, you're looking. Yeah, yeah, my lenses that I'm like, "Ooh, I don't like that." Uh, but we'll get to that later. Ooh, girl uh, parts. Uh, girl parts. Oh no. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed it. I the the narration spot at the front the. Just the story was a lot of fun. The characters were kooky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a ragtag motley crew. And it was fun to see all their various adventures that they got into. And it kind of begs magic for a second systems. season sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd watch it. Um, I just remember being like, ooh, next episode. This is, a, this is fun. Next episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I liked it. Cool. It was fun. Aww. No, Caitlin, yeah. go. Jeez. I like the don't. show. <laughs> oh, yay. So don't make it a thing. I like the show a lot. Uh, I really liked how every character felt unique, even the background characters. Oh, yeah. Um, everything. The prisoner dude. They, The prisoner dude? The guy on the planet with 10 Gs. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, so much thought and care was put into so many aspects of this. And there are a couple of parts where... I was like, oh man, this didn't age the way that I thought it did. But I phones, <laughs> phones, yeah, that's <laughs> totally one. Um, but the way that they use like Eastern magic and yeah, yep. and and like spacey stuff, it was like Star Trekky, it was Star Warsy, it was Western, it was it it had so many it cool was pirates in space, pirates in space. Um, there were just so many great elements that blended together. Um, in kind of unexpected ways, especially at the time that it came out, because it was the it was the first one of all of those. It's legit the yeah. redheaded stepchild. Yeah, yeah. legit the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> and well, sorry, Gene. I mean, when you think about it, of uh, that's the one that people often forget. Yeah, like they go, yeah. oh, Cowboy Bebop, oh, Trigun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Alastar. Oh. The oh, thing, yeah. the thing I think that happens between that is that Alastar kind of marries both of them. Like there's a levity with Trigun in each episode that it doesn't really follow like a formula and all that stuff. But then Cowboy Bebop, so like. Uh, existential and stoic mm-hmm. in some ways where it talks about a very specific thing about characters and also it blends in the genre of music with that. And Elstar does that both, but then those two like are strictly, it's kind of like mains. They're mains in that while this is like a generalist. Yeah. And so it can yeah. do both and it does it well too. And I also kind of like the, like Cowboy Bebop had that whimsy about it. Um, uh, I cannot remember the kid's name. Uh, Ed. Ed. Like, Ed was a lot of that whimsy, and I feel like the whole cast in Outlaw Star had that whimsy. Like, it wasn't just reserved for one person, and everyone else is like sad, listening to blues and smoking a cigarette, looking off into the. (laughs) 
Everyone's capable yeah. of being right. the comedic, Everyone, uh, yeah. comedic relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But also yeah. being so, a badass at one point. Exactly. <laughs> like all of them have their like kind of tropey things they fall into, but they're also still like really genuine. Like when it's time to get serious, they get serious. And yeah. I love that about the show. Mm-hmm. Bali. Um, for me, I mean, I ate this up. This was like, um, I, I love sci-fi and space adventures and just the, like the feeling of, you know, the Western meets sci-fi was, that was the first time I'd really been exposed to it. Weren't so you I saying like one of your friends were like, oh, you need to see this. Yeah. Like, I saw it. I saw it with a, with a friend, uh, my buddy, Dennis, shout out to Dennis. Shout out to Dennis. Uh, shout out. His he, real friend. He showed me, <laughs> he showed me the <laughs> animes, um, that I've seen basically, including Cowboy Bebop. And I think he started to show me Trigun, but we didn't watch it. Ended up ended up not watching it for some reason. But I did end up. Oh, um, there was. It's not a second season, but there's an offshoot series called Angel Links. Angel Links. Oh yeah. Um, I saw some of it, but couldn't really get into it, and that's kind of where I ended with Angel Links. But yeah. um, it was not the same. It's, I watched it's an interview sp- with the creator of the show, and he basically said that he reversed what he was doing with this, but in a different Takahito way. Takahito Ito. <laughs> yeah. So. So that's probably why. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I ate it all up. I loved it. Um, I loved the characters were always uh, funny, charming, um, but they were badasses when they needed to be. And um, to th- the the big element that I was drawn to was was the caster shells. Like that captured the fuck out of my imagination. <laughs> Destiny. Like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's space, space magic. It's ma- it's casting a spell with with bullets. Which yeah. is like a, I thought that was. Really I haven't really cool. seen that since, but it, it's been like a really cool. Concept. It was really cool. Continued concept. watching you Haka show, you might. You mean in the future? I do continue watching? I said if you do continue watching. <laughs> <laughs> so if I do continue watching, okay. <laughs> but you know what? If you do, oh my god! Okay, all right, all right. But seriously, if you. Do, okay. uh, but no, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. Nice, cool, it's a great show. So now I want more of it. That would bring us so kind of we kind of know that everyone has this like slightly rose tinted glasses. It doesn't really give us an indication of who's still going to be the grump of the show, um, which our uh, nerd on nation does take part in a poll. Um, be part of that. Uh, so that brings us to what brief synopsis in production. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So who wants to do the brief? A, synopsis? I will give a crack at it. We're I do gonna, have yeah. I do have some notes. There's I mean the yeah. the thing about this show is that it has kind of its like through line so to speak of what they're trying to do but then mm-hmm. there's a lot of like adventure will ensue yeah, yeah. adventure will ensue kind of stuff i mean adventure essentially you are following um you're following gene gene starwin and his um kind of what would you call him a sidekick old mechanic uh his business partner yeah his business partner their partners in a in their um and they just thing. have this kind of all trades jack of all trades kind of business mm-hmm. and then somehow they get looped in to this adventure where they are on this this kind of state of the art ship and there's this important box there's a girl in the box it's a girl in a box girl in a box uh <laughs> a lot of different adventures ensue yeah. people join their team like um suzuka 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 twilight asia there's just a lot of adventure ensues a lot of craziness ensues um, all different walks of life. Yeah, from all different. It's really cool. Yeah, Even Avenge- the gay walk of life. Um, Even shout out to Fred Lowe. Mm-hmm. Basically, Fred. the uh, the through line is that they are trying to find the galactic ley line, which some people want it for the power. Mm-hmm. Some people want it for the knowledge that it can give them. And some people just want treasure. 
So it becomes kind of a treasure hunt kind of show. But you also yeah. have these this like assassin group that is chasing them. And then mm-hmm. you have these sciencey people that are chasing them. Eventually they get to the place that does house the Galactic Ley Line. And it's just this big kind of battle. Battle ensues. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, around, over this adventure, we have found that uh, Malfina is the key to the Galactic Ley Line. Mm-hmm. Shout out for that. The element. girl in the box is important. Shout out yeah, for that. The girl element. in the box is important it's as a girl per usual. In a box. <laughs> um, in the I end, think it's been like twice, by the way. I don't think we make fun of it, but I think it's like literally that. Well, you love Firefly. Firefly, you love this, and you like you love Fifth Element. Girls okay, I box, guess that kind of counts. Who's also, <laughs> who's also highly plot devicey Fair at enough. the very end, at the eleventh hour. Fair yeah. Enough. Um, yeah. At the end, I mean, essentially everybody meets at the Galactic Ley Line. Uh, everybody essentially gets what they want in a sense. Uh, the sciencey dude, I'm forgetting his name. He gets oh, kind of sucked Khan? into no, the. No, it's Gwen. Gwen Con. Gwen Con. Uh, right. And We're he's both like, right. he's like, oh, Khan. I know everything. And then he disappears. I am Data. Data I, is me. And Tell then me. he just kind of goes. Me, bro, I bet it disappears. Um, and wait, hold on. Just he for becomes ev- binary. Just for everyone at home who this have guy. watched the original uh, Japanese, everyone here, dub, uh, English dub or or Japanese language and sub. then sub. Did you do sub? I, I actually did the dub just because okay. I wanted to hear what it was like since it was an older show and it's always kind of a toss up for older shows if the dub is good or not and the dub was pretty good. Gents? Yeah. I, like, I, did, I did the dub. I did the dub. dub. I'm, I grew up with the dub so I watched the dub again. Yeah. But, I mean since it was the first time watching this show I was like mm-hmm. I need to. I don't even know what the voices are in sub. I, I haven't. They're just a little bit more anime like. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can I say. Figure, yeah. Where it's like more but I, but It's always curious to see like sometimes like I've seen it sometimes where they like the main character is so different yeah. than like the Japanese yeah. Shout out to Goku. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, yeah, they get to the Galactic Glee line and then we we'll, won't spoil the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. watch we, for we yourself. We kind of did already. Yeah. Love ensues. The adventure continues. continues. Everybody <laughs> says, I mean, essentially everybody says they're going to go their separate ways, but, but no. there's like an end credit scene where everybody's back together again. So and basically they're... we spoiled the ending. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Well, hopefully, yeah. Well, you can they watch don't know the show. What happens. Yeah. How yeah. it happens is important. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. Uh, the journey. So yeah, going into the production. So the studio that owns the rights to it completely. It's a, originally a, a manga uh, created by Takahito Ito. Manga. 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 Uh, based on the Ultra Jump sh- uh, magazine, uh, written and illustrated by creator. Um, the studio that owns the rights to for the adaptation uh, for the anime is Sunrise. The original studio that was, um, uh, I guess, airing it was t- uh, TV Tokyo. But a lot of different random people around the world get their hands on it, so they have the rights to distribute it. So Madman, Anime Limited. It's Fun- passed so many hands. I yeah. was looking that up. Man. Um, Funimation is the one that most American audiences here has seen it. Uh, CNX, GMA Network, Cartoon Network, Toonami, and Adult Swim is the one that later got the second dub. Um, and then Funimation currently airs the second dub that we see on Hulu. Um, Bandai, uh, ZRO, Limit Productions. The director is Mitsuhiro Hongo, who did uh, most known for Sakura Wars, the Shinchan movie, and IGPX, which is Immortal Grand Prix, which I watched, which is a weird like race anime movie. Um, producers, Shinjiro Yokoyama, uh, the recent Ghost in Shell films on Netflix, uh, Silent Mobius, which is uh, all-girl police force when they fight uh, monsters that come from another dimension, which is pretty cool. Dope. Um, I read the the manga, as Caitlin would say, and there's a lot of nudity, which Josh wouldn't like. Um, Naotake uh, Furusato. Have to explain that later. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, Furusato, yeah, that's fine. Uh, who later on produced uh, Angel Links, um, mm-hmm. the spinoff series, and Gear Senshi Dato. 
uh, written by Katsuhiko Chiba. I know I'm butchering all the names. Everyone uh, bear with me. Uh, who later did Inuyasha, uh, Turn A Gundam, Shaman King, for all those who watch the WB uh, morning cartoons, and some episodes of Naruto Shippuden. Um, cast Gene... Shippuden. Shippuden. <laughs> Shippuder. <laughs> um, so cast is uh, Gene Starwin, played by Bob. So for the English dub, Bob Bacoltz, um, who Bob? Yeah, who later did voices for Akira, Digimon, and many live adapta- live film adaptations from, from Japan here for the localization. Wow. Melfina. Now, the two things. We had two different dubs. So one was Bridget Hoffman and Emily Brown, who uh, first uh, Bridget Hoffman did Lane, um, Fuji Yugi, and Xeno Saga. And then Emily Brown later did Gundam, Trigun, and Robotech. Um, Jim, who was played by Brianne Brosey. Brosey, Brosey, yeah. Uh, also did Digi- Digimon, Jungle Shuffle, Star Ocean. Uh, and uh, did a stint in Power Rangers. Uh, Suzuka, Twilight Suzuka, is played by Wendy Lee, who also we know from the voices Faye Valentine from Cowboy Bebop. Mm. Um, also Akira, Ninja Scroll, and Devil May Cry as Trish. Mm. So she has a very sexy, empowered voice, and I like it. Um, Aisha Clan Clan, voiced by Lenore Zahn, who was most notably from the X-Men animated series as Rogue. And Serial oh, Experience wow. Lane as well. So And she kind of disappeared because I think she started doing politics in Australia. Mm. I was looking her up and I was oh, like, wow. why can I not find her? Yeah. And she like she did Change like grace. Rogue for so long and then like this. But like after, if you look at her credits, there's hardly anything. Mm. And so. if you if for everyone listening at home, all these different animes have been Serial Experience Lane is like one of those early nineties anime where like they're like kind of like scared of the idea of the internet. And it's about this girl who like walks into the world of the wired. And like things go fucking awry in this like girl's life in like suburban Tokyo. It's pretty dope. Mm. Really trippy because God gets involved. Um, Runtime. There's no real runtime. They're like 24 minute episodes. But it's 26 episodes in the initial release. If you go on Hulu, they have 52 because you have the dub and sub. Um, Released January 8th, 20, uh, not January 20th, June 25th, 1998. There we go. Um, And it currently, there's no Rotten Tomatoes for these kind of things. Um, But it was a 7.9 on IMDb score and my anime list. Um, there and I think it means it's good. Yeah, I mean that means the I mean, users that's a pretty solid it, gooder. I mean, I was kind of watching some videos on it that it's basically like we always talk about Cowboy Bebop and Trigun. Like when I started hanging out with you guys, that's those are two that came up a lot. Mm-hmm. And Outlaw Star was eventually something that you brought up. And then I come to find out that they're kind of they are kind of a they're not a trilogy per se. They're just held together. And Outlaw Star is so hard to find and nowadays that that's sometimes why it's not talked about as much because it's so hard to get a hold of yeah 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 um yeah i mean i think i've only watched it aired on tv i never saw like a physical copy of it i remember like renting out of a library trigun yeah and like cowboy, cowboy bebop i mean the movie's everywhere yeah it's like made a name for itself outside of just anime world into the main culture yeah. or our mainstream culture and i think they have uh lower windows of entry um but a little bit of story of the show um takahito ito the creator of the show who um you know, this is this kind of anime for those who are a little bit more initiated. There's different types of uh, anime. This is specifically a senin manga, manga, senin, senin manga. So different from shonen, which is more catered towards like 14 year old teen boys. This is more towards the immature audience. Um, specifically, more about like sci-fi maturity stuff. So that's why there's a little bit more gratuitous um, sex. Sex, uh, as some would say, but also just like ideas. Sex. So instead of like, I'm fine to be the best hero, it's like more like there's drugs and murder, and like people do dubious things just because they're douchebags, not because they're like a villain out to like take over the world. Um, backstabbing happens a lot, of blood, 
is a, a very prevalent thing in most times in terms of gore. Um, but when he decided to make it, he had been dreaming about the story ever since he was a child. And it was more like just exploration. Hmm. A very similar to like how the creator of Pokemon just imagined like going outside capturing bugs in a jar. Um, but then when it came down, came, came down to write it out, he uh, wanted to have the most scientific approach to an anime as anyone could take. Um, although at the time, you know, standing on shoulders of giants and titans, you know, there's shows like Robotech and uh, Gundam that all have been out beforehand. And those all talked about like the horrors of the Industrial Revolution, war and all that stuff like Tolkien yeah. to the mm -hmm. anime world. Mm -hmm. um, and this one's a little bit more about like the ideas of races and interstellar travel and how things would change. Like going to a planet that has 10 Gs, how does that affect somebody? Like planets that don't like or forgotten civilizations that was just like people didn't know about it, but they just lost the maps how to get there. Mm. It's like, that's how, that's what he theorized what would happen once we are able to travel faster than light speed, which yeah. is the precipice of this show. It was like, what's going to happen when we could travel faster than light speed and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. He said he was heavily influenced by Star Wars and Star Trek too, mm -hmm. which uh, I feel is f super obvious. Yeah. 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 And then later on, as Ali said, this layer spawned a, a uh, a sequel, a spin-off series, mm -hmm. um, Angel Links, which fe which featured two characters that we saw in the Prison Break episode. That oh okay, yeah. uh, the Dragon Man, uh, yeah. and then the blonde girl. Oh, but then yeah. they weren't even the main characters. The main character no. was a girl who pretty much is Jean. This was supposed to be like the Jean, like the hot-headed character who's like looking for her father. Her father dies, and she's looking to do this one thing because her dad tells her to do it, and it's like yeah. his dying wish. And so it's like kind of the same thing. But then the main thing is like you introduce the two side characters of a main story but then they're part of the angel links which is in the outlaw star world there's like four major federations or four major tribes that like control or rest power of the universe or the galaxy of the known galaxy and the angel links are there to stop fight to stop pirates mm. and so outlaw star is pretty much more like there's you could be part of the military or be part of the pirates and he yeah. chose the middle route he was like, I don't do break, I don't follow the law, but I also don't break the law when I don't. I'm have an to. outlaw. And then Angel Links is more like, we're going to follow the military and how they combat the pirates. So yeah. it's a different story, mm -hmm. but it's a little bit more explanation of the universe. Yeah, um, there hasn't been any type of live action, I think, yet adaptations. Talks, no. I Netflix. So. I mean, it's ripe for it. Yeah, but Netflix doesn't have a really good track record with a lot of people liking. Not saying it's not yeah. bad or good, but just people, just fans typically don't like the. We need a. Uh, we need good old. Cameron. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> that, but I, I was actually saying, I was talking to my friends, like if there's any type of adaptation that needs to happen for anime, I think the best way to go about it is actually the John Wick approach. A low budget, like 100 to $125 yeah. million dollar, and you just do it as simple and watered down just as possible. True to the story. And just do the characterization and barely the story. Like not do the whole grand scope of it and then mm -hmm. let it grow and then get to a $200 million John Wick. Yeah. That was thing. Anyways. Yeah. So without, without Tom speaks. That's Tom's uh, plans. Uh, <laughs> so favorite parts, guys and gals mm. oh, and Qatar Patals. I really enjoyed the. There were a couple of. If I mean you the say the hot race. Springs. No. Yes. No. Uh, the race uh, was a lot of fun. That kind of oh, the took first a, few. Mm. Oh, the space yeah, race. The, first, uh, the space race was a lot of fun to kind of see that and all the. All the different ships and all that kind of thing, but I think traveling through the orbit of another planet. Yeah, but the like my favorite, my favorite favorite episode was like the strongest person in the universe, your oh, galaxy, the, the girl fight, yeah. the girl fight. I mean, it was it, there was a lot of fun moments in there, like them dressing up. Jean. Well, that gave you a little yeah. bit of Final Fantasy VII, huh? Dressing up as a girl. 
There's like gosh, one tiny section of Final Fantasy VII where that takes place. Uh, and you liked it. <laughs> Uh, and I liked it. Um, <laughs> I like no Asia kicking ass, and that was a lot of cool. That was a lot of cool. That was a lot, a lot of, cool. of cool. A lot of cool and a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Next. I really liked the episode. Uh, what was the little girl's name? That was one of the pirates. Oh, I mean the the girl with the two, with the cats. The cats. Oh, that's that was like it's called the episode's called um, a girl a uh, a girl cats, cats and a spaceship. Yeah, that right. was just the single rose in space. I I just was, died when he was waiting and it's a low angle shot and the sky is red. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, so sad. Yeah. I loved it. Spoiler it was so June. good, but also really sad. But then also it sucks. So the, uh, the thing I like about the show too is at the beginning of the episode, they do this little like prologue mm-hmm. of like, people do this and blah, 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 blah. But it's like Jim's, Jim, blah, blah, Jim, whatever. He's Gene's dude and they're two brothers. <laughs> and they're two, two brothers. friends. And then like, he's like, I'm the guy that makes sure Gene doesn't do blah, blah with his lechy ways. And it's like, Gene doesn't have, like his identity is so part and parcel with Gene's that like Jim is always just like backseat. And this episode focused on his like, aspirations and then when the girl doesn't show up at the end like they're just waiting on the bridge and there's no dialogue and then you see Jim just kind of like brush it off being like it's okay and he puts the little victory peace sign and it's like off to the next adventure and it's like this that's his life that's his childhood is that he can't really have connections other than the people he's with yeah. isn't it cool that the narrator's happen? voice is the same voice as Jet oh Jet yeah Jet well yeah and then Faye yeah and I was like it gives you more like oh this feels so but also that's how I think that's how Funimation is it's just so incestuous yeah <laughs> the, the, the pool is widening more now but anyway whiting it's like Ken Watanabe and legendary growing yeah exactly <laughs> um, another favorite part is like when they would show like flashbacks of like oh these other stories happened they would always show like a poster kind of thing mm-hmm. of things that happened in the past but everyone was so specific and like the characters were so well thought out that you're like, I want to know what that was about. What was yeah. that? Like, show me about that person. The Twenty more episodes. That's something that I that I constantly was impressed with, with how much how rich the world was. Yeah. And how little time they had to like show us everything cool. And they they did know? such a good job with, like, not. They didn't spoon feed you information. Like they'll say one thing and you're like, oh, this yeah. is what's happening right now. This is where they were. Well, the, this is where they're going. Think, and this is what's going on. I think that's where the prologues can't, helped a lot. Was like they were able to kind of like just give you like a quick thing of exposition for like thirty seconds that tells you enough for you to like get more enjoyment out of the episode and it makes more sense to you. So I, I appreciate that. I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. But well, I, I would say like it's like, a good trope of the medium. Yeah, like that they they work they with what they had, you know, to work with. Well, I mean, like know, they're telling so. they're telling a story. They're trying to tell a story in like twenty two minutes, right? And it's like they kind of. They give you enough so you can make those leaps and bounds, but it's kind of like in normal film writing storytelling, like those would be like frowned upon or cardinal yeah, sins and all exactly. that stuff. But it's the same thing that you would do in books. Like books are totally written different than movies are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And movies are totally written as uh, different as anime, but you shouldn't think of one as like a stepping stone to the other. They're all their own islands. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why it, it's nice that it's like separated from the actual episode and it kind of feels a bit more prologue-y and... You don't feel like you're being well, spoon fed. And, and I'm not, I know I but. make a dig on Destiny all the time, but it kind of felt like this is like the Codex or Grimoire industries yeah. where it's like, oh, okay, this is like world building stuff. Yeah, I like this. It's like the game is loading, so it's showing me the, the, yeah. the entry <laughs> um, while it's loading. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is a Dragon Sphinx. Out of curiosity, was this, and I don't know if anybody at this table knows, but was this meant to only be one season and it was canceled or, or was it canceled? I, I or? think it was just the run of the manga. Oh, okay. Manga. 
Thank you. Sorry. I think uh, they, I think they then, moved to Angel Links hoping that that would be the, the big one. World oh, okay. Builder. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think typically, again, so this is a sane... Sanin, genre. I'm probably so, even said that wrong. So shonen, so shonen genre is like again, it's, it's like so how we Americans get a comic books. It's like you get one issue a month, or sometimes biweekly, or sometimes weekly for fucking uh, DC. Um, and you got to sell those books. Um, and we'll get a weekly, but then like it's like weekly shonen jump. It's like a magazine full of different issues. Mm. And so someone would write it and then send it out, and then it would come like, okay, this week's shonen jump, this week's shonen jump, and this one here in this type of magazine, like. I think they're sp- they're meant to be like this is just a, a ended run like oh, that's okay. the great th- and that's why I've I've said this multiple times like the great thing about things that end it's, it fucking ends like it yeah. doesn't get milked dry for no damn reason like like the like this Disney. only I had mean, like three volumes right yeah I think mm-hmm. if it's all by itself without the single single issues and yeah sorry that was a tangent yeah. you were talking about your oh, no. favorite parts um to me honestly like any the first liftoff was pretty cool the one that he had to like bail out <gasps> oh, real yeah. quick out of the spaceport. Um, I dug that just because, and that's one of the aspects of the show that I really liked is that even though there is space travel and faster than light, you felt the gravity of these ships of like, you still have to lift off like any other rocket, you know, out of, out of the atmosphere or whatever. Um, so it was like a grand occasion every time it happened, which was cool. So I loved that whole sequence of Gilliam helping him, you know, check systems, everything's green, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I ate all that stuff up, so. Also the little but eye thingy that the, Yeah, up. the eye, yeah. So like those are, anytime that happens, and anytime he uses a caster bullet, that's always a favorite moment. I just love seeing that and the noise, like just this, the, him reloading the gun, just oh, the noises yeah. are well, super satisfying. I like the little insert and they show like how his yeah. thumb has to like navigate around it. It's yeah. Like pretty dope. And it's like all done well and it sounds cool and then, you know, you shoot it. And is that what a, you want for Christmas? Yeah, I want a caster gun. He wants a caster <laughs> gun. Not a real one, but like a little prop one. Sure. Yeah, I mean, those with would be some, fucking dope. Let's make bullets. that happen. Yeah. With some 13s. I'm not going to get you the maybe. shells that you basically die if you shoot them. Well, I was going to say- a just, nine and a 13. Okay. <laughs> just put like little ping pong balls. And an 11. Yeah. An 11. Uh, the, the soundtrack was pretty awesome. Yeah. Just that opening. The, yeah, the, the opening's super catchy. Yeah. It's like, it, it was- Anyway, it was oh, it was super catchy. Every time it came on, was I was like, but all of the ending songs were really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, uh, so soft magic system. So yes. uh, there's hard and soft, obviously. Uh, but soft. So Sigh. so okay. So to know what soft is, kind of what hard. Is. So hard magic system is pretty much like there are rules, specific rules. Like you cannot make an iPad unless you have the materials to make an iPad. Yeah. You cannot make a microphone unless you have the, all the copper and all that bullshit you need to make it. It doesn't have to be like its final form, but it's like, like I have the material, exact material I need. Softer, so with hard magic, like you can expect, you know what to expect. There's hard rules and it's limited based on X thing. Soft, there's not that much predictability. There's not that much rules and usually seen from a, a third person that doesn't use the magic. So Lord of the Rings, from Fro's perspective, Gandalf could just like, Light boy, and then it's like I didn't know you could. That's what he says. That's what he else. It's like I didn't know. Wow. It's like I didn't know he could do that, but apparently he can. He's light. You know, like he never used it before until finally, like okay, we can use it. Like Harry Potter, it's like I can only use the spell that I know. But it's like what makes Voldemort's same spell versus Harry Potter's same spell different based on my will. The word, (laughs) right? Like there's no rule versus like Avatar, where it's like I've trained harder and longer than you have, doing the exact same thing, so I am stronger. Okay. Um, or in Fullmetal Alchemist, like, my materials are better than yours. So it's like those kind of things. So this uses like a soft magic system where it's like, 
Pagwa Senpa, Pagwa Senpa, right? And she's like, what the fuck is you doing? And like, sometimes like the dude gets bigger. Sometimes he shoots shit out of his body. Sometimes like he makes a, a tornado. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. like water comes out of nowhere. And there versus a gun where it's like, number nine does this. It's and basically number like, 11 does that. It's basically like, I'm about to ex machina you. So you better yeah. fight back with and whatever you're going to do. It's kind of in, in some uh, theories or I guess uh, critiques of it. It's kind of like saying like, this is like, you can literally write like, cause, cause this did it. Cause a gun. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they, Wait, so you're saying the gun is the soft magic and the well, Pagua Senpa is the hard magic? No, they're, they're both. No, the are, whole show they're is both, The whole magic. thing is using soft magic. A, a show couldn't use like hard and soft unless like they wanted to destroy the other one. Oh. Um, because like you can't really predict what's going to happen, right? Uh-huh. Like you can predict in Full Magma is like, I'm going to clap my hands and something's going to be made. Like, cool. The only reason you do or you change it is like either the character doesn't know that you can't create a human life out of the things that you have without a rule, like equivalent exchange. Or it's like, I have a number gun and it takes some life away. How much do you say? Find out because of plot. And it's not like a bad thing, but that's just how- Just like that. That's how, well, Matt, like, that's how it is. It's not, it's, as it's cool, not a critique as, as cool, Yeah, but as cool as the caster uh, shells are, a lot of times it's just used to negate another attack. So mm-hmm. I think it kind of feeds into that of like, you don't know what to expect, but it's always- the right amount of equal magic yeah. back to cancel. It's like you know. cancel it out. Yeah, yeah, it's like versus a video game where it's like I can increase my mana and that'll allow me to use more magic. Or it's like mm-hmm. if I learn Curaga versus just Cure, then I know like it's stronger, right? Yeah. Because I've trained it or I fortified it in some way because I have more material. Um, versus like a raid boss is like it's arbitrary. You know, like sometimes there is a number like, and there's a rule to it. Like you would like, would you say Avatar is hard magic? Airbender. Yeah, Airbender is. It's actually the middle of the road. Oh, it's like perfect because you know what you you kind of know what to expect because you need the element there, mm-hmm. but then you don't know what they well, can do with it. The, the the rules are like water could only use water around it, mm-hmm. but fire, they make fire. Right, earth is kind of limited True. based on the earth around them, but yeah. there's that's it. But then fire is like the only one that can make it without. I'm saying it. like between the different elements, it's mixed. Yeah, so there, mm-hmm. that's why it's like it's a perfect blend where yeah, like yeah. The, you know hard and soft. Right, right. Learning uh, something new every day. Every day. Uh, I, I don't think there's a, a, a big school on it, but it's kind of like uh, people who've talked about like, you know, di- works of fiction have used that, like the force, right? It's like who yeah. says how much force you can use. Right. But <laughs> then they kind of like, well, now you can because the midi-chlorian counts. So now it's hard because based on that, you can pick up a ship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this like uses soft. So it's like, it uses it in a way where the main character isn't like inundated where it's like, oh my God, all these magic users, all this shit. But it's more just like a, it's more like a world building aspect of it mm. where it's like it can help Deus Ex Machina things, but also like they usually fall victim to it. They're never really like the users of it and they usually experience it from yeah. you know, a second view. So it's like it, it's cool when to me it's seeing like uh, the, the the random main villain, main antagonist that shows up because typically the McDougal brothers are like the main antagonists for the show. And then later on, Kinda. like these these wizards. But they're not like, like yeah, I, I found that the, the McDougals weren't like. They weren't like bad guy antagonists. Well, yeah. They're, they're like Gary. The antagonists purely in writing form are like they're working yeah. against the main cast. Yeah. yeah. But versus they're not evil. Yeah. Right. right. Um, but yeah. So later on, like with uh, the A10-7, like those yeah. guys who just all use magic, like they just came out of nowhere a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They introduced them like several sh- episodes before the finale, but they're like, damn, like that's magic and all that stuff. But I I liked that because I think it was kind of like you, you as much as you love the space and Western blend to it I loved that they use technology and magic yeah yes like the I'm techno magic so that's what I, love that. I, I like that a lot mm-hmm. like that's something that they don't do in Trigun or in Cowboy because I'm not super into like um like occult stories 
and oh. like oh, magic. But, but this and like, made it like you and like, this kind of brings it more into the sci-fi realm, which I really dug, and that's kind of where I like to which, live. Which is again destiny. Yeah. Which you know, like, the episode that Caitlin, you know, in a trying to make fun of Josh doesn't like the spring episode. Like I liked it because that's where he got the caster the caster bullets, and I was kind of like I liked the dumb side questy feel yeah. of like doing this weird fun thing, but then he ended up getting the most powerful plot devices of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, those are dope. And then like the, the let you suck the life out yeah, of you. Yeah. The let you do like, them. we got you numbers one through this, blah, blah. And also these four. I also <laughs> love that. Um, in that episode, Oh, with the mask, I can't remember his name, but the guy that's like trying oh. to come kill Gene. All oh the yeah. Time. He's, he's an idiot. And it's totally like coyote and Roadrunner the oh, whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's never a moment where something super along the lines of Roadrunner doesn't happen to that guy. It, it, that was hilarious to me. He but, is Tabi Yora, something like that. That hot spring mask, episode. You know, with the red hair. The hot spring episode looks like it's it's masked as filler, <laughs> but it's like kind of important. Yeah. Tobigera. When you're following Tobigera, like yeah. Jean's, Jean's path is kind of important. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing I kind of actually liked about the, ep- the show as well is that like at episode 20, you got the whole gym episode. Yeah. Yeah. And there was five episodes left. And you're like, what the fuck? You're giving me some exposition now? And then, and then <laughs> just like, a little, after just that, a little sprinkle. like right before it, they have the episode that looks like a filler yeah. where they're having a vacation. You're like, yeah. is this the time? But yeah. then it's like actually, <laughs> but, but, but then they snuck in the, the, the B plot, which is what gets you to the finale. Well, also like they do like a, like out of nowhere, they'll be like, well, now we're back on Sentinel 3. And it's like, we're back in more like debt. And they do like the fight episode. The, the, the ship's yeah. broken again. Yeah, where it's yep. like, we're, we're fighting space. And actually, we got to go back. We're fighting. It's like, it's not this like, like there's episodes in Kelly where they're just flying through space, yeah. right? And episodes of Firefly where they're just flying through space. And here it's like, you think that they make you really think like, oh, this is going to be like space, fighting space pirates and stuff like that. It's like, no, they're back. Well, they're grounded most of the time. We're back at the gas station. They go very far and few between all these different places, but it's like they're usually on a station for most of the time. Yeah. And like the fights are very just kind of like they get it quick and done in a hurry, like anime style. But it's like the story before that point is like pretty important. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So favorite characters? Favorite character inside or just favorite character? Mm, a favorite character inside, I think. Okay. So are we going to say the main I don't characters? you make the rule apparently because you said I'm asking, <laughs> first of all. Wow. Are we going to say that the crew is like main characters? Main character, yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, Tom? No. You you made the rule. <laughs> you said, I wow. I character inside. Kaylin? Uh, I really like Melfina a lot. I mm-hmm. think that but it's- But why were you born? Yeah. Why were you brought into this world? I, what I, are we here to find us out? Oh, Wolverine. We'll find your past. I like, yeah. I like that kind of- uh, that machine man made, but also has that huge like, existential, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, huge has all this destiny and just thrown upon her, and it's what she does with it that it's matters. It's not Japanese if she Hello. don't got amnesia. Um, <laughs> and then side character, I really like Gilliam. Actually, the ship, sassy yeah. Alfred, yeah, robot yeah, Alfred. sassy robot yeah. Alfred. I really liked him a lot. His little like physical, his like, physical his representation. Little teeny arms. I yeah. loved his little the arms and his eyebrows. Yeah. If we were in zero G, I could help. <laughs> wee, these are, wee, are these Gillian eyebrows? They're in Gillian unu- eyebrows. We're in unusually wee, calm wee, 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 flight wee. conditions right now. Yeah. Unusually <laughs> calm. Um, I'll go next. Yeah. Uh, we'll go on, Ollie. <laughs> Ollie? <laughs> uh, it's really, really hard between the characters of who I want to choose because I really loved Asia. I just thought mm. she was so extra. Clan, clan. I really love Jim um, a lot. So if I had to pick one gun to my head, I'll pick Asia. Wow. Uh, All right. Well, 
It's how we used to so do it in Nerd, to... Nerd On, where it was like, gun to the head. What'd you answer? Uh, too violent. Too violent. No, uh, Aisha, I really, really enjoyed. I just thought she was just so, she was so extra from the beginning and just so kooky. She was just trying to, she was trying to prove Who herself. Who a fight? Her or Suzuka? Ooh. I think that would be very close. Yeah. Because they're both badass. Suzuka's another, no, I think Aisha, because Aisha is another species of being. Yeah, she can turn <laughs> into yeah. this giant The fight will thing. start and she'll forget to eat calories and then she'll collapse. Or there'll be no moon. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. there'll be no moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, side. You took my side. Side potatoes? Uh, side or potatoes. Fred. Fred was cool too. <gasps> I mean, you can like Gilliam too. Also, I mean, right. as also well. Like too as well. Yeah. But I loved Gilliam eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but specifically his like physical representation. It just cracked me up every time. <laughs> it would just kind of slide in. Well, and the fact like, that it needed eyes was like yeah. the best part of it. It's like, yeah. you don't need eyes, but I, I appreciate that, that, that they're there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Ollie? Um, favorite character, Gene. Like, you know, you want to be him when you grow up. What are you, you going to uh, And then... When you're a kid, maybe. When you're an adult, you're like, he's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take it still. <laughs> uh, he has a cool jacket. Okay. Actually, he's like weird, like skin type bodysuit thing that he's got underneath. What? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then Gilliam too. Gilliam, was my favorite side character. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I love Gilliam too. Yeah, um, I must do it every time. I mean, I love the resilience of Gene, but like the first three episodes rewatching again as an adult, I was like, man, you, like I know they made this like trauma thing as a kid, like part of his three dimensionalism. But I was just like. You suck right now. And nothing else happened yeah. in your life. <laughs> you suck right now. It's like, how are you like a, this big womanizer, but you're like, I, 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 I'm not running away. I just can't do it. It's like, shut up. That's Did the you world just become Keanu Reeves. That, I mean, that's how he was. <laughs> and Jim's like, come on, Gene. Yeah. He's like, we're gonna get be late. Get over your shit, Gene. It's just like he, but also Jim very reminds me of of Tales from Sonic. Oh, for oh. a weird reason. Like oh, the mechanic-y no. dude, yeah. he doesn't fly more. Anyways, um. But main character, I actually think it's, um, I don't know. It's like, it's almost going to be Twilight Suzuka because I just love the voice. She's dope. Oh, yeah. She's really badass. That's my second pick, I think. She was, the way that she gets introduced is she's going to put kill Fred low. Mm-hmm. And then Gene is the one that protects him. And then it's like, I'm going to join a crew now. It's like, the fuck? Yeah. Um, but then she's just like so by herself. Like most of the time, like she's just sleeping on the ship or just like on the highest plane ever. Just drinking, never involved in anything. Drinking but there. tea. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I really, really like that. But I mean, I think it's pro. <sighs> There's a lot of things I don't like about certain characters that I'm like, I that makes you mean not. Pick like now. It. Uh, Jim. There we go. I think it's Jim. Um, responsible and also like, I don't know. I think he's got mommy issues. So I was kind of like, uh, that's the thing I hated about it. But um, yeah, I like I like Jim. He's, yeah, that was he, a little strange. Yeah. Uh, second or a side character, it's probably Fred, mm-hmm. or maybe no. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it might be it might be Dews. Dews, the lizard, the, the lizard dragon oh, prehistoric yeah. thing that was created. Who's like a badass, but he's like, come on, guys, we gotta go. It's like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm about this guy. I would love to watch this show. And then I read the show. I'm like, he's not the main character. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, wow. Swanzo was fun. Which one's Swanza? Swanza? The little tiny guy, right? Oh, and the little pod, the little yeah. frog guy that drank tea inside uh-huh. of a robot. Yep. I also do like the. <laughs> he's like, he's like, the, there are some really cool, weird, like the, interesting characters in this. He's like the hangar manager, dude. Yeah. 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 He was great. Um, also, the uh, the weird 
bird monster, <laughs> the, those creatures, yeah. how they're like the most friendly. And I'm like, that's a little, I love that. Yeah. Like it's a little off-putting how, how friendly they are. Yeah. And I'm like, I like that. I'm about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah, those are interesting <laughs> characters. <laughs> um, but yeah, but also I actually really like Harry. By the time that show ends, I really like Harry. McDougal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Harry that was cool. Dope body. That bodysuit. And I yeah. was like, why why hasn't the show been like this the entire well, time? I mean, it's like they present him as a and like oh, as he's an creep. antagonist. But he's a creep. Yeah, yeah, no, he's super hardcore creep. creep. Yeah. And he's then our, as he as we get further, it's just like he does actually have but, kind of a. But don't tell me by the end by the twenty fourth episode, like when ha 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 Hangzo, whatever his name yeah. is, to do with the Hazanko, yeah, gets there and Harry's protecting Melfi, and you're like, get him, Harry, get him, yep. because get you're him. like, no. No, if anyone, Harry, you know, like, right. Harry's protecting her. And, like, and you know, like, Hazanko's, like, only going to do work. Like, he just did it murder. for love. Like, Harry just actually loves her in a really bad way. But it's like, <laughs> he's going to protect her. True. He's problematic. But yeah. by the end, you're kind of rooting yeah. for But then when he fights him, it's, yeah. like, super speed, shoots missiles out of his shoulders. Gangster shit. Yeah. 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 Fred Lowe. Fred Lowe. <laughs> Fred Lowe. <laughs> so, uh, qualms or gripes. Qualms is kind of your, gripes. Yeah. your thing. Oh, it's I time already for our, for our uh, recurring segment. No, gripe time. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what Absolutely time it is. Not. Gripe time. Gripe time. <laughs> the right time Ugh. is the gripe time. Doctor Gripes. Welsh's gripe juice. Um, <laughs> the lip smackers. For me, uh, <sighs> I think this is just coming with age and and seeing better. But there's a Can few times. Uh, can, unfortunately, it's consistent kind of throughout the whole series. But there's a lot of times where, like, some of the like shots are poorly drawn, like really poorly drawn, <laughs> to the point where like it looks like somebody's face is melting. There's or there's a point where like Jim does the like okay sign, but his hand is like this big with teeny little sticks flying <laughs> off the side and a tiny circle. And yeah. I just laugh forever because like that's definitely something you're supposed to see in the background, but they just like gave up. They just like, all yeah. the way. I Never think, mind. Um, I think it was one of those like crunch time weeks. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. It, sure. t- it totally sees. But like the thing is like that's funny with that is like there's there's that. And that I think happens a lot with anime too, because they'll put like a shit ton of money into the fight scenes mm. and those like animations. But it's are, weird because like, it's like they'll it'll just be like an angle change. Like he'll be looking up totally fine, looks to the corner, his face like disappears. <laughs> And like turns, into, turns into a rhombus. When, when, yeah. he's got, when he's got like a massive head and then his face is like whimp, and right. super tiny. So they're, they're just little things like that that kind of stick out way more now than also, when I first saw it. with his jacket, sometimes they would make it look like his shoulders actually went all the way out to the sides of the jacket. Oh yeah, when, like, where, where he was like this like, triangle. Yeah. And then sometimes his proportions look fine. Hey, yeah, Doritos. <laughs> Doritos. Yeah. Okay. Doritos. But sometimes it would be really obvious that the jacket is like way outside of. Are talking about Gene? Actually, yeah. yeah Gene. Oh, Gene with the shoulder pauldrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes the shoulder pauldrons be obvious that like well, he looks he's like scrawny fucking Dracula. It, but sometimes they would animate it to where the shoulders were at the ends on the side and yeah. like oh, sticking yeah. out. Dracula. And he looks like so he looked like his massive. arms were. I love that. Yeah. Well, he so looks that, more. It looks more like a cloak than anything right. versus like sh- like shoulder sh- shields. Yeah. yeah. At first, that kind of really bothered me. I was like. And then they started, like, his anatomy would change sometimes. Uh-huh. And you're like, mm-hmm. is that huh. his body shape? Like, I, I just wish he'd stopped wearing the jacket. Just stop wearing <laughs> I it. I liked his He's jacket. confusing me. It's nice, but, like, there. you saw him most consistent when it was I would rather have it. him have the, the, the jacket than to have, like, Mickey Mouse gloves. <laughs> the gloves were really Yeah. Blue. I mean, but also that's I a like style. Them. Like, he had blue gloves blue. with, like, like, white. 
cup on which his he got wrist. rid of them by the end. Which I mean, yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm about it. Yeah. Can I ask a uh, uncultured swine kind of question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uninitiated. Okay. So something that maybe this question just, brought to you by our cups. Uh, <laughs> perhaps I didn't notice it in previous animes, but there were scenes that were like I remember it more specifically in a later episode, probably in the between twenty to twenty six where Jean and Malfina are having a really serious conversation about existence and love and all this kind of stuff. Androids. And what I noticed was they were still frames and they were just going back and forth between these still oh, frames. Oh, conversations. These yeah. conversations. And I was like, what? Their, mouth, like their normal, mouth wasn't moving, right? Their mouth wasn't but moving. But the audio it was, was going just, off? There wasn't any audio. It was just music. I think oh, yeah. that's a budget and time thing. Yeah. I yeah. think there, there were a lot of things that like where I almost I, thought I, that there was something wrong with my TV because it was just like a still frame yeah, of her no. and she was looking at him off frame and then it would switch to him and he was looking at her off frame no, but I, nothing was going really they weren't talking I really think it's a budget thing because like in some scenes you'll notice that everything is like beautifully animated everything is perfectly shaded everything and well, then you get to and there's life the and little movement okay in the background later and it's like a big block or like the faces aren't the right proportion or yeah. they just don't move because I also noticed which some of these were intentional because I know this really bugged Dolly a lot, but <laughs> they would just like pause things in the middle of conversations where nothing was moving. And it was meant to be done in a way where like they're thinking, but they just didn't animate any eyebrow and, movements, and, and, any mouth movements, nothing a, to show. Give that me a hair blowing in the wind or anything. Like, but, yeah. I mean, but I, I really do think it was like a crunch time thing because that's what it looked like. I will 100% me. defend those kind of things because I think like, yeah, 100% they're budgetary things, but it kind of became like, it's why we have like in video games, music that are more repetitious in old games versus why we have scores for new ones. Yeah. And they're morally, they're actually just ambient sounds. And it's because there, the budget wasn't there and the technology wasn't there for those old games. So everything just sounds like a loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus now it sounds like a cinematic score. But you remember the Legend of Zelda theme, but you can't remember the Red, the Red Dead Redemption theme. Right. Yeah. But Red Dead Redemption is obviously more massively made. Yeah. But it's like with, with anime, with budget restrictions, it's kind of like they did those things and they had... Again, it's it's a restriction of the, of the medium. It's kind of like avant-garde film where it's like it creates its own meaning within it. Um, and for better or for worse, like it is a quality change because they just don't have the budgetary or time to do it. But it kind of changes how you absorb the information versus like, does it need to have every frame moving? Does mm-hmm. it not need to? Like, does yeah. it allow you to kind of just sit there? Well, I mean, another thing that I noticed, and you guys will be able to answer this question a little bit better, is that, I mean, the, the lip flaps... Like oh, yeah. Sometimes that's a localization. All no, no, no. Yeah. I, and and that's the thing that it was like it didn't. The qualms that I have are not like they ruined my experience. It's just more so a noticing. It was kind of yeah. like some of the lip flaps were real bad, right. and I was like, "All right, cool, well, cool, I, cool." I there were some times where they were really bad, but there were some times where they were really oh, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So and like I noticed that um, Leah Sargent, I think, was the ADR. Uh, the the script supervisor for that because mm-hmm. like for for anyone who doesn't know how you take a like Japanese show any foreign show and dub it into English, you have to have the rough translation, time coding for time code in when the mouth starts moving, time code out for when it stops moving, and that goes for breaths, sneezes, coughs, everything. So that time code is given to the ADR script supervisor, and then they'll take that rough translation, the time code in and time code out, and then they will rewrite the English to fit those lip flaps so they have to deal with keeping the context fitting within the time frame 
and like being culturally relevant so that your like mm-hmm. your target audience doesn't lose the initial meaning. Right. Yeah. And when it, there, there was only one person working on all of those scripts, so that's like the hardest job. They're doing and the I've, Lord's work. That's what you're saying. The Lord's work. Well, and yeah. I, I've done some of that. And sometimes like- I remember, that's when you, you like just, first started. It. You run out of time. Like you run out of time to do things. So then you're like, uh, I guess this sentence works. So I have to move on because I have to go on to the next line. And I applaud <laughs> Leah Sargent for doing what she did because there were times where I didn't notice anything. Yeah. And- there, there were a few times where I did, but I was like, eh, overall, they're pretty. I mean, it's, I know that good. it's kind of a nature of the beast. Oh yeah, it, it's one of those things that it is a timing, a budgetary. It's, it's kind of one of those. Things. It's just like well, I said, I, didn't take away from it. It was just right. a notice. And I think yeah. in terms of like a Westerner like viewpoint, it's like an acclamation to the style, an acclamation of like what the medium we're watching to. Like, and I, I told you again, like I remember, like I watched anime before I watched most other cartoons, mm-hmm. and so I remember watching. I couldn't watch Futurama, I couldn't watch Simpsons, I couldn't watch Family because I found it too ugly looking. Mm. Like nothing about it like inspired me or made like I didn't I couldn't I couldn't care if it had like the best writing in the world. Like I just couldn't watch it. Like these all look like they all have tumors all over Sorry, their bodies. Dan. And he doesn't he doesn't draw it. I know. Um, but then um, I later on had to become acclimated to it, and I got used to it. And like I got to get used to like jump jump cut frames or like how how framework works differently in different animation styles. And so it is something that I think you'll see more. And like. This is like the er- like later '90s, like before, and Caitlin could attest to this. Oh like, boy, bad localization from back in the day. And Speed Racer. I remember, uh, yeah, and like that's how like I want to fight your brother. And then like, <laughs> like Jeff Nimoy was a pl- like critically acclaimed because he was able to adapt an English word lexicon into Japanese things and was able to invoke. English and American cultures into it. And remember he talked about that story, like how he wanted to get his last line in Digimon Data Squad and it was going to be, um, I love you, man. And he's like, and he was going to do the Hanzo. I was like, I know, but he didn't have the correct mouth flaps. Yeah. And it's like those kind of things, like that's like a, almost a luxury where yeah. it's like you can want, you want, mm-hmm. you're aiming for this word. But Jeff Nemo was so good about like, I know the rough story and I don't have to do a direct translation. But now in current anime in 2019 that we're talking like, a lot of things are very just like kind of word for word. I'm assuming they want things to be as close to the original. Well, like with my hero, possible. I haven't like the the lip flaps when I'm watching my hero. I have there's never never noticed, never noticed and, a time and, where I'm like, oh, that was weird. Well, and and that's just also the technology is different yeah. too because like the speed racer stuff. Uh, I I took a class because I do the dubbing and stuff as a voice actor person. Do the dubbing and the I things. I do the dubbing and the things. Um, I took a class and they were talking about before they had um, uh, ADR, um, they would have to do things on loops. So they would play the scene and you would literally have to catch the lip flaps as they mm-hmm. were happening. Yeah. And then if you missed it, you did it again. There yeah. was no punch in, punch out. Like... Things are great now. Oh yeah, we have like yeah, we can be really on top of it and have really great writers that. And they give you like what ten cents more now comparatively. I mean, the budget is still really pretty. It's pretty close to localization budget is still really low, but I mean, like it's better than it was then. Oh yeah, Yeah. Yeah. much it's much better now. That's also like the big. There was a big story between Hayao Miyazaki and Disney. They like destroyed his first films that were like sent to America, and Disney dubbed it, and and he hated the dubs. And then, like, they had to work really hard to get those relationships back because, like, the mouth flaps bur- They burn work. the bridge yeah. hard. And it's it's a hard thing to do. So, I mean, like, this... The, I Lost Star is actually almost, like, a perfect um, show to kind of see, like, the trend changing to, like, we're yeah. getting better 
like yeah. mouth flap, yeah. dub, localization um, stuff. On that same sort of vein, I would say also some of the translations I feel were like a little rough. Yeah. Um, particularly the ones in the prologues. I mm. feel like those ones, I I understood the information that was being told to me, but like I feel like none of it was like I think I feel like it lost some cultural relevance and yeah. it and it didn't have like poignant well statements. I feel like it's kind of like they're just saying statements, not right. saying sentences. Right. But it's like like the like one of the earlier ones is like Jim or or uh Gene Gene becoming a man but then being a boy and remembering that he's a boy. A boy must be able a to boy dream. Must remember to dream and must remember that he was a boy. And it's like that doesn't. None of that really makes sense. It doesn't feel as poignant as it probably like I was get what you're Japanese. saying, right? Yeah. So that maybe that's just an anime thing. But I think that that's an funny. anime thing because they reuse that same line as mm -hmm. a lot of their tsunami uh, bumps to promote the show, and oh. it's one that I actually have saved on my phone. Weird. Because it's it's pretty good. <laughs> like uh, if you watch the whole thing, like the the bump they use because they use One Punch Man, they use Dragon Ball Z, and they intercut it with that same like dialogue. Hmm. I'll, I'll show oh, interesting. Also, show. side note, I don't know why, but the, every time we got a prologue, not to say that the the actor that did the prologue was bad, but I really don't wanted, you talk about my boy. I really wanted James Earl Jones to do. Oh my god, <laughs> like really bad. Super I don't know. Morgan why. Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah, no, actually, James, Kate, Earl, uh, James Earl Jones. Jones was was the one I wanted. But really I was bad. on that vein of you of talking about like some of the. Uh, uh, dubbing was bad. Like randomly out of nowhere, like Jim was like, "Okay," and it's like, the "Fuck!" I yeah. know for a fact he didn't say that. Yeah, I yeah. Know There's or, a, a bunch of those where, or, like, the way he'll respond to something, and I'll yeah. be like, "You didn't yeah. say, say that in that. Japanese." Or, or like you see like someone like Melfina or one of the girls be like, "Huh?" and then it just ends. And I was like, "I guarantee there's another sentence after that, and it's yeah. not appropriate because that's part of the story where it's like they had this dub first go on." Tsunami and it was like super censored and then they later on went on to Adult Swim where they could take all the censoring out and like I remember watching it now as an adult I'm like I don't remember half the cussing like yeah. there's so much more cussing now that I'm watching like damn they well, like the song on. later on in the season like there are some times that she's singing but her mouth isn't moving at all oh yeah and yeah. I was like what's happening <laughs> I'm okay okay for some reason, I'm more okay with like mouth not moving and then I'm hearing dialogue because I'm kind of thinking like this isn't like an in-time dialogue conversation. It's more of an inter yeah. interconnection of the that's minds. That's how it kind of hmm. picked up. So and I think that's it. how like we're supposed to connect those dots in those senses where it's like when movies don't do good coverage and it's like they want you to just connect it yeah. versus like I'm not okay with like blah. And it's just like, <laughs> you could have just cut the whole scene out. Yeah. Like I wouldn't yeah. have been mad. Like you, make you, the episode you, even you shorter. cut that out. You know what I mean? You, yeah. Like. More dialogue versus like not versus like awkward yeah. dialogue that doesn't, you know, do connect it. doesn't connect, connect doesn't to make the sense. story at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, those gunshot transitions. Boom! 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 No. I when, no 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 the the like in between in the middle of the episode when you're like Pow! and I was like oh my god oh, who just died? Just changing scenes. Not, oh, I love that. Not, not the commercial break, but the changing murdered? scenes. The okay, so that was on my qualms list too. Yep. And the okay, they're cool. If you got the commercials, but it was just like, no, you're talking about next scene. You're not even talking about those. You're talking about the ones like before, just, like right to the next scene immediately. Right to the next scene immediately. It's a, it, not they use commercial. It as a, they use it as a the transition. Outlaw star thing. It's one gunshot. Sound okay. So my view of those was like, if that was a scene transition, fuck you. Yes. <laughs> that is stupid to me. Really? I did not yeah. like that at all. I did not like it. I hated it. Wow. I was like, I was it was like, totally cool boom, with it. next scene. And you're like, I why? Literally, I, I panicked. 
almost. I mean, I'm. But you panic about everything. I do. I know. We were playing. Okay, Zelda stars high octane. <laughs> Tangent. We were Again. playing Kingdom Hearts on the fucking tutorial island, and then she falls down a bridge in this do 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 place, and she goes. Ah! And I'm just like, where I'm are we? Are we scared. playing Resident Evil? I admit are... this. This wasn't something I've been trying to hide. She's playing a little boy what in happened? shorts. It's very it's easy to scare me. But, but yeah, this was like the worst because my brain immediately goes, what's the worst possible thing that could happen with any type of big sound? And I was like, everyone has died. You know, what's... they caught them. There's an ambush. Everyone's dead now. I can't. I can't watch any more show because everyone died. So funny thing for me is like this part of parts of qualms. <laughs> there was a lot of parts for me. I was kind of like, all right, get on with the story. And then like the bang, I'm like, oh, okay, finally new scene. Like those were like, okay, I'm ca- I'm caught on now. Well, I mean, th- for me, it it also comes from a standpoint of like mixing standards, like from an audio standpoint. Since then, I mean, we're talking 21 years now, has changed significantly. So those kinds of moments are almost not allowed now because it's so like jarring. It's so jarring that it's like, whoa, you can't well, you can't do that to your audience. You wouldn't anymore. do that as a common thing. Yeah. You would do that definitely as like I didn't enjoy it because it was so quick. Yeah. It, it just yeah. it was like because it didn't to me it didn't fit at times. Where I was like, I didn't They always did the target like on someone's forehead or on their heart or whatever. And I was just like, they're dead. They're, they're dead. They're it's dead. over. And then also you just see like the like the dome skyline and it looks all beautiful. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, moving on. Any I, other I, mean, qualms? I I have one qualm and I know that I've it's been mentioned. Um I get made fun of for it. Uh, Josh doesn't like this. Well, uh we'll, it, we'll talk about it. I and it's a thing that I understand that it's a part of anime. It's a trope of anime. It's this fan service thing you about stop nudity. It's the anime titties. <laughs> It's well, so, you don't like so them. let's use the the the, the term that's on the table. I'm it's sorry. called fan service. Fan, fan service. service. It's and, true. In fact, first episode of Trope Time, they talked about this. Um, and that's our other show. First Monday of every month. Um, I it's lost on me and it takes me out of it. And this show actually didn't have a lot of it mm-hmm. until episode twenty three, which mm-hmm. did not air on television in the US until oh, twenty seventeen. No. Banned. It's not really banned, banned. but they never aired. Never it just never aired aired in in the U.S. And because it would have, there was a lot of nudity. Not a lot. There's a little nudity in episodes before that, but they digitally masked it. So for everyone at home listening, the episode is when the crew and gang and all that stuff are like nearing the galactic ley line. They're trying to figure out what Melfina's like purpose in the world is. But Gene needs his little plot device guns. Uh, to have bullets, which are caster bullets, and typically he always sends Jim to go get it. But they always say that these caster bullets are always made out of from wizards. Yeah. Um, but then when they arrive to this planet, which is supposed to be where they're made, um, it's like Venice Beach, where it's yeah. like everyone's in just bikinis and all that shit, and everyone's just living yep. the life. They even get shoved into dressing rooms to become part of it. So it's like the typical, and there's a lot of fan service episodes of TV shows that do that. We're just like, let's take a break. We're going to the pool. Boom. Episode. And- and for some reason, and I'm I'm sorry, this will probably just always be my qualm. I just don't. It's like gratuitous uh, nudity, gratuitous, and I say gratuitous in a sense of like it's unnecessary. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I understand fair. that. The, okay, so they're at a hot springs. Mm-hmm. I get that, and people are most likely going to be naked at a hot springs. I get it. It's a vacation. The thing that I didn't like about this particular episode was a part of the whole fucking plot is that. They oh, will give him these shells with the, with the as nudie, long as nudie he picks. gets nudie pics of this character I, or video. <laughs> and 
and yes, it's played out in a humorous way where she does it in a sense where it's well, she causes a curse it, on it's, it. It's, it's, yeah. it's it's an explosion and it's funny and whatnot. But I'm like, I'm sorry, he can't get these caster shells until he gets these nudie. Vi- Are you kidding me? This so, is ridiculous. I, but also something that would probably happen in real uh, life. I'm gonna say like this as well. Like I so I I'm I, I've always been there and I've had friends who like love the fan service episodes and I'm yeah. like, dude, I don't need this shit. And it's not that I don't like nudity. It's just the use of it. So I'm going to um, but I, I so I I've always been a fan of like I don't need it and like typically it's like like the one episode when you meet the girl and she like falls over and her fucking skirt goes up I'm like <laughs> why he's like and he'll tell you like I'm sorry dude and I'm like I don't need it but with this I thought it was kind of funny because again it's also a little bit of a time capsule of its time of like mm. in the yeah. early 90s especially when the manga came out and especially if this was before like 17 18 year old boys slash men um, who are like budding puberty and all that shit. I would say so much of a cultural thing. Um, and that's why it's kind of lost on newer Western eyes. Someone who's kind of like, I wouldn't say I grew up with it, but it's kind of like yeah. I've come across it. It's almost like it's bl- I'm blind to it. I'm desensitized from yeah. it. It's like mm. Because you've seen it. Well, like, like, I don't I, get anything out of it. I, I wish I could have experienced it. Well, so I would have that like. Oh, I want to draw the comparison. It's yeah. how I think everyone, every other culture sees action films. Like yeah. it's just pornography. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no point to it. It's like, oh my god, he can't get the the file without killing twenty guys. Yeah, I was like, well, that's how it would be. It's like, no, you just steal it. Yeah, you know, like that. Those are the same kind of, uh, I guess, justifications where yeah. it's like some cultures, especially like one that's written like we're going to try to sell these to guys who want to fuck, who have like who live at home with their mom probably or something like that, or like busy ass businessmen who never who never see women ever. Yeah. Um, want to get their little fucking socks off and that happens. I'm not defending it, but I'm kind of saying like this is where it comes from. And to understand yeah. it is important versus us uh, civilized yeah. Westerners who are like, my life is boring. I'm in traffic all day. If What if all these cars just exploded? That'd be fucking great. I would love to see that shit. And it's like, that's what we get our jollies out of. Yeah. And so it's like, it's gratuitous <laughs> on both points. Like both Tell parts. me to have a conversation. <laughs> wanting to explode cars or like not liking girls um, but you know those kind of things I think no, and, I, and I, I just want to make sure that it's like it's I think it's just something that's it's a point to talk about catch, for sure and it catches me and well, be it, well, the thing is, well, the thing is like this: it's like it, it's a visceral reaction that you have, but it's like understanding that fan service is a is a part of all anime, and some ep- animes yeah. choose to use it. Some animes don't have it anymore. Some, I don't think a lot do anymore. Like a lot mainstream mainstream well, ones. My hero has it, but they make huge fun of it. Yeah, yeah, and also like they're high schoolers. Yeah, so they don't go and get nude. Yeah, like they won't right. even get into swimsuits in my hero. Like I'm saying, like. Oh, look at my wrist. Isn't that naughty? Where this is like fucking full-blown frontal nudity and all that shit. So it's like there's there's definitely levels. And I think it's that gratuitous as much anymore mainstream stuff. Yeah. Mm. Like you have to actually start digging for genres that will have that written in the DNA. Like yeah. harem right. genres, mm-hmm. which are a lot of those. A lot. Um, But yeah, I mean like it's, it's just part of it. And I think like you can like it or not like it, but it's like understanding where it comes from. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean saying, like, like there's no reason. It's like there's a reason. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's related to like how women, I think, are just dealt with in general on the show. Like, yeah, well, it's like when they get full body armor, it's bikinis. Yeah, or like that I kind mean, of shit. Melfina has to be naked inside of her navigation system. Of course, she couldn't sit in a chair. Yep, can't can't or, sit in a chair. <laughs> she has to be naked in a pool, or she has to be naked in a suitcase versus having like a bodysuit on, like Ghost in Shell. Yeah, things like that, where it's like those are things. And, and then when I, and then when Harry gets in there, I'm like, oh, oh God, no. Um, but yeah, and so there's definitely things where it's like. A lot of the media that we talk about, and I think definitely Trip Time probably talks about it at some point. It's like it's all patriarchy shit, but it's like 
those are again time capsules of it. So you can take it or leave it. You can remark upon it, but it's kind of like that was it. It's time. Yeah. Hopefully, we could like something better. I mean, the the one thing is, is like that only came at episode twenty three, and mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I, I was like, oh okay. That's the only point where I was like, eh, yeah. Yeah, Next so week, the blue girl. I light. <laughs> I actually lightweight think like if they'd never had that episode out, like where the fuck do you get these bullets? Yeah. No, it make and that's everything a, that's that happened a, in the episode shoot, yeah. was it, it yeah. was eventually important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like, whoa. Okay. Now rating? Yes. Any more qualms, Josh? Uh no. Okay. So we have two on Caitlin, one on Tom, and one on Josh. I guess I go and first. Not on Ali, so Ollie goes first. Um, I give this a four point eight. Four point eight on the Ollie scale. Yes. Um for my qualms, but that's about it. Okay. Uh, so Tom and Josh, Josh, go. <laughs> Alphabetical. You always, you, that's what you always. No, say. it's it's a valid valid yeah. point. I give it a solid four. Wow. Four point my, my qualms didn't ruin my experience of it. Mm-hmm. That literally, like, my big qualm about it was one episode of twenty six. It's like so I get wham for twenty <laughs> minutes and then. But I mean, the rest of it was are. an enjoyment. You are wow for about 20 minutes. <laughs> so I'll go next. Uh, mine's 4-2. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's great. I think um, there's some things in there where it's like it kind of drags a little bit, and I feel like they could shorten things out. And I I don't think the Angel Links episode that kind of introduced them was really worth it. Yeah. I don't think it was enough. No. Um, there are some definitely really great gems, and the one I keep bringing up is the episode when they're on prison. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. planet, I really really liked it because Gene was just by himself yeah. and it kind of really remarks upon the Gene character and how he grew but I mean like the things I don't like are like are all the small little character things and that's like a it's not like it's not a hard qualm I guess it's not a professional qualm it's just a casual qualm um, <laughs> of like these are like these are things about characters I don't like like yeah. I don't like how Jim kind of loses identity sometimes even though as, as rebellious as he is I don't like how Gene like you can't really tell if he's growing or not. And Mel, Fina, like, I I don't like how she kind of, like, when she's on screen, it's she's either super lovely and nice or she's like, but you're not helping me. And it's like, yeah. well, what the fucking leave? <laughs> yeah. And Suzuka, like, kind of plays second fiddle. I don't like, and Asia is like, she's almost the most route well-rounded. But, like, everything she talks about almost doesn't come into play. And so it, it makes those things tough for me. Um, and, like, I really feel like there's some things they could have taken out to have more intertwining between the McDougal brothers or more of the the K pirates because they made the K pirates such a big deal for the first like 13 episodes and then just forgot about them mm-hmm. and then everything just became K pirates like oh they probably work for the K pirates I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe uh, they're coming after me like you don't what the, why the fuck was the girl with the cat coming after them because she was a pirate you'd never hear that all you hear is like we're supposed to just take out Gene Starwin and disable the ship. That's all you hear of their intention. I watched the episode three times because I was like, what the fuck was this for? Why did this have to happen? This sucks. I was so upset. I was like, Jim deserves love. He does. He does. It was sad shit and two cats exploded. Spoilers, everyone. Spoilers. But the shit was really dope. So four. Uh, I give it a 4.7. I like the show. So we are dual grumps. Dual Dual grumpins. Tom Tom basically said everything that I thought about the show. I, I wish that while everything was, the world was really rich and the characters were really cool, but I feel like they could have gone just a couple steps further with um, defining everybody and giving them like 
their full depth. Because, yeah, even at the end, I was like, Gene, you're such a little shit. I'm like, yeah. I thought you learned. You got a haircut. Like, you change your clothes. What are you doing? <laughs> I, like, I loved Aisha having to, like, work at random spots to make money. I loved that they were getting in nothing but deeper, deeper debt with Fred Lowell. I was like, oh, this is, like, riding itself up to, like, be forever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, I yeah. would have been okay with it. And it's like, oh, how are they going to weasel away more money? It's like, yeah, cool. Like, I'm going to sponsor you for $400 million. You'll get into the show. But you're going to owe me $700 million. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's like every single they time. They take like, a step forward to take three steps I love like. I love that thing where it's like yeah. this wonky and that's a thing you, you, Caitlin you said really funny where it's like Cowboy Bebop has this whimsy and I was like this has way more whimsy in that sense where it's like there is no chance for these losers like these are all losers yeah and like yeah. and like everyone around them that they go against are all badasses and it's like they barely get away with it with the skin of their teeth and it's like Katar- like Aisha's like garbage of the Kataro Kataro like empire like yeah. Suzuka is like out of nowhere, her fucking like arc comes in. It's like you killed my family. It's like what the fuck? Twenty fourth episode in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why did you join us? Every guy just wants to know why. And I was that, like, yes, we do want to know why. That that was definitely. I, I didn't say this qualm earlier just because I wasn't thinking of it. But they would build up these great fan things, service? and <laughs> no, they would build up these great storylines, and they'd be like, and we're done, and then it was just over. And you're like, didn't oh. Gene have like a daddy thing? Yeah, well, his yeah. dad and him mm-hmm. flew to space, and then like they died. He died, and then he went to this thing. He's like, "What do I do? I don't like flying." And then, and then made he, his then first he, thing. That's what I loved about Hilda. Someone's like, well, "Are you just gonna sit there?" And he's like, "You can't just run away." And he's like, "I don't want to run away." And I'm like, "Hilda's fucking badass." Yeah, Hilda was great, but yeah, they Hot they ice. were just like, and when he finally faced the McDougal brothers, and he's like, "Did you kill my dad?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't remember." It's like, I, I mean, that's probably where Ryan Johnson got from. Your family doesn't mean anything. Oh. Don't you know? It's like, oh, it does matter. We figured it out. <laughs> we figured um, it out. But no, yeah. I, it's still enjoyable. I think I definitely watch it. I actually like rewatching it. I was like, fuck, I really, really, really like this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me want to watch it again just because I want to pick up more things. And I really like that they also left it where like the Tendo King and the Tendo Empire. What's that? Yeah. I want to know. Like, if, Give me the deets. Yeah. I want to know. What's his buns? Scary pointy hat man. I can't remember his name, even though I just said it earlier. Ha- Hakanzo. Ha- Hamanamaza. Hazanko. Hazanko. Lord Hazanko. Lord Hazanko. If Lord Hazanko is afraid of the Tendo King and the Tendo Empire, what is that? But also, I, fuck, I, I was not pleased with Why? how the galactic ley line, dis- what it decided to be. Because right before the 24th episode, it's like, you know what the galactic ley line is, but you just want to figure out what it is so that mystery will not be a mystery. It's like, no, bitch, I don't know what it is. And at the very end, it's data. It's fucking data. And then like- it's data. The, 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 the actual translation for it is- It's supposed, Tron. It's supposed to be the dragon's vein, which yeah. sounds like a little bit cooler than galactic ley line. Even though galactic ley line sounds really dope, but sounds, it's like, yeah. it's just a, a library created by like- Aliens that we don't know existed anymore that have all the information of the universe. And then Melfine has two personalities, and we're like, what? <laughs> like, where did this all come from? This net I didn't know I couldn't I couldn't get it. And I any also love that it was like the basically like collecting all the dragon balls. Like, oh, yeah. once you find it, you can have whatever wish you want. I'm gonna go to a different part of the galaxy real quick. Okay, find me later if you want by. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it felt very like bait and switch. Very yeah. like, whoa, I like none of this felt like I, I was I could have expected it all. And I think those are like the bad thing about mysteries, but I don't think this is meant to be a mystery, obviously. This is like no. more, if anything, a character piece and like Gene being like, I have to be a real man and <laughs> say that I love this Android thing that I don't know if it has a little, you know, private parts that I wanted to look at in episode two, but I didn't yeah, say anything right. about it. That was a little weird. Yeah. I saw that episode. And then Jim called like, like mom's like, oh, 
What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Stop that. I'm not like that. Anyways, I'm sorry. I, I love your anime, Ollie. You're, you have a great. No, I didn't, I didn't like that specifically with Jim. I love everything you with love. With Jim, <laughs> the mom moment. That was weird. <laughs> that was a little weird. Well, no, no weird. anyways. <laughs> well, I feel complete. You feel complete? Yeah. I feel complete. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It was good. Complete? I actually complete? would want to watch it like three more times. Yes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. See right now. There are a few episodes that I did watch again just so I could be like, like the last episode when there was the battle. Yeah. I like, it, a I lot like, happened in like this. Like this oh yeah. Big, shout out to grappler fights. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I really would like. I, uh, I laughed so hard because I forgot about the grappler arms. And like with the first time they came so up, I was just like, <laughs> okay, we've had Mecha, but what if the like spaceships just had arms? Like mm-hmm. not a head, not legs, but just arms. No, no. arms that hold things. It has a gun and a knife. Gun and a knife. It couldn't just be a gun on a piece of a pipe. It nope. had to be a hand handheld gun yep, holding yep, a gun. Yep. It's kind that of was like, just an enlarged auto rifle. It's like taping a knife to a hamster. Which I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what are you doing? Shout out to my boy Freddie. We used to make Lego- Legos all the time. I had a Lego spaceship. I fucking combined Put it. With, arms I combined on it? it with bionicle arms. Yeah. And I was like, this is gangster as oh shit. Oh my god. I see it. I wow. see it. Inspired by Outlaw Star. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Firefly. Yeah. But I would want to watch the 23rd episode. Okay. Oh. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. Digging, stabbing it in. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, wh- what did you think? What did you think about Lost Star if you had seen it? What did you, who did you think was going to be the grump? Let us What's your know. rating? What's your yeah, number? What's your rating? Slip and slide in the DMs. Or you don't even have to. You could just go on just do it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check us out, Nerd on TV. Making it real easy, Nerd on TV. That's our website as well, nerdon.tv. Wow. You can find all the information. We have a lot of written content that's going up uh, every few days. Uh, we have several podcasts. We have this show, uh, Nerd on the Podcast. We have our new-ish. We're 10 episodes in, so mm-hmm. is it new? Is it still no. new? Newest. Almost, newest. almost a year. Almost yeah. a year I have in. to know it was new. Yeah, uh, the Nerd on Update, which is our weekly show in which we talk about the nerdy news that excites us. And... and- Merch. We have uh, no, new Answer merch. your questions that yeah. you send to us from viewers and listeners like you. Yes. We have a lot. I mean, in all actuality, we really do have a lot. A lot right a lot. now, we are also, this is July at the time of recording this. This is July 2019. We are up for nomination for the podcast awards. And you, our listeners, can vote for us to be nominated officially. Uh, just go to nerdon.io backslash nominate, nominate and put in your vote. It's going until July 31st. We have another show, Trope Time. First Monday of every month, hosted by our friends, Nikki and Izzy. Proud and uh, like we mentioned earlier, they talk a lot about the tropes and the things that we love and analyze them a little bit and just go into it. But uh, yeah, I think that is everything. But... Specifically, something that Ali mentioned that wasn't the right time, but we have new merch. We do oh, yeah. have, we have new, new collections merch. of merch that came out. Check that out. Our yeah. store is exploding out every orifice, every hole that you wow. want to come out of. They look great. They look beautiful. Ali designed them, but they're all inspired by your favorite fandoms. Next month, nerd on underwear to cover your orifices. Oh, no, I love that. No, no? yeah, no. No. no, well, we'll talk. No, about it. no, inflatable arms, man. That's what I want. Yeah, uh, but let's talk about the collections, uh, Ali. The collections. We have so, the iconic, iconic collection, collection and the all levels of nerd collection, which pays homage to your favorite shows like Dragon Ball Z and Captain America, which is not a show. But also, <laughs> we have a Good Pokemon. One. I'm trying my best. 
Uh, but also Batgirl. Uh, just some cool uh, Bat. Batwoman. Woman. Sorry. Yeah. They're, Josh. I can't win. One gets shot, one's lesbian. Bat Bernie Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Woman, um, woman. But yeah, we've got new merch coming out all the time. And we're also open to suggestions to what you guys would want to what wear. What anime do you want us yeah. to watch? Yeah. What, how, how much fan service do you like? Yeah. A little what or not at all? Wish was part of the iconic collection. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, what other animes would you like us to cover, Jesse? Well, he's saying it again. Saying it again. Well, on for the repetition, first time. I'm just going to end it here. Yes. You know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Ending broadcast.